0: We're recording. How are you doing today Lynn? I am good. Good. Uh, thank you for doing the podcast. I know that uh, it can be nerve-wracking to uh, come on to a platform like this and, and tell your story um, but you have kind of made big news here in Lansing and so I thought it'd be really cool to reach out to you. Travis um, hooked us up and uh, so I would like to kind of share a little bit about your story and your past and kind of what brought you to, to Lansing, Michigan. So I guess uh, with that being said, can you tell us uh, where you're from? Um, you're originally not from Lansing, right? Correct?
1: No, I'm not. Oh, hold on. No, I'm not. Um, First of all, I would like to say thank you, Davis, um, for inviting me on your podcast. Um, I have been following you a little bit, and know a little bit story about the podcast. Um, also, I heard about from Travis as well. Um, my name is Lynn, and I'm our owner of the Capital City Barbecue in Langston, Michigan. Um, I original from Vietnam. Um, I was born by um, a Vietnamese woman, and of course, my biological father, a American soldier. I was born only two point two pounds. Whoa! Yes, and the day I was born,
0: were you born early?
1: Yes. My mother told me that um, she will travel somewhere out of town, and she will give birth to me. I don't know if that actually she travel or because the pregnancy to be ashamed to the family because my father American, Uh. so. Then she cannot give birth where the town she will live in. Um, for that, and say, um, "I will fight for the day I will born. Um, the town I will born, she don't even know. Uh, the people there give me give her a towel to wrap me around. Wow. Yeah. Um, after that." Um, she don't think I'm surviving. She giving me away to someone can taking care of me. Um, it's hard, you know. Hard. is nowadays. I keep thinking about 2.2 pounds. Come on, just little baby, yeah. tiny baby. Um, but I'm not giving up. I, I, I fight. I fought for the day one I will born. Um, and go up, raised by my grandmother. I go up with my grandmother. I call that very pleasant, because I don't have a love for my mother. Also, I don't have a love for my father. Um, but I do have a love for my grandmother. And I call that a blessing to me.
0: That gave me so many chills, just that part of your story. um, In and, and so many ways, I can kind of understand y- your emotions in that situation. I was also adopted um, and put into foster care. And so I kind of get that feeling of abandonment. Like, I understand understand it, like, coming from, like, a child. Like, you know, it's like, for me, being a dad, I'm like, how could anybody want to give up their kid? Or how could anybody... Not want to be a part of their child's life, but I think for for somebody who came from like a a different country and the circumstances that are surrounding it, it's got to be extremely difficult because you have. I'm I'm sure it's the economy is different and like being able the ability to be able to raise a child is probably just a lot harder too as well, right?
1: My dad, um, my biological dad. Leave the country, leave Vietnam. With no choice, he had to leave. Because he was a soldier. Yes. Um. I don't think he he saw me. He don't he cannot he don't see me because I wasn't born yet.
0: Did he know about you?
1: He he didn't know about. He had a child, because. I do believe I have biological sister, the same father with me. I actually have the sister that the same father and the same mother would he actually know he have two children. yes uh, but he have not seen me before he left Vietnam. Um, my mother, Contact with him, um, she burned everything, the memory for my mother, uh, for my father. Um, just not because I do believe it's just for her safety. Um, no, if, if, if Vietnamese people come in and find that um, she can get killed or uh, she will put her family in jeopardy. And I understand for her, she had to make a choice. Um, but the choice she makes, it relate to me. You know, I, 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 I like to have... My whole life, I always want to call someone that's uh, there. First, I have never had a chance, and I don't think I have a chance to call him or dad. But um didn't happen for a reason. You know, if he stayed he got killed, and he had no joy, and he had to leave. And I understand for it.
0: Have you ever uh, tried to reach out to him at all?
1: I have no man. I, I have nothing evident.
0: You don't know who he is?
1: No. All I know is my mom tell me um, his name, and he from Texas. Wow. That's all I know. And that's why um, he actually, his first name is Lee, and his last name is White Hat, and Going up, I just think, hey, they have that name. I thought last name is Lee. Uh, last name is Lee that's how I, uh, when I become U.S. citizen, I change my last name to Lee and keep my name to Lin, for memory of my stepdad who changed my name to Lin, to erase a lot of sickness in my life because... As I mentioned early, two point two pounds. No one thing I can survive. Um, on the top of that, I have a lot of skin disease on my skin. Um, I cannot eat. I don't eat. And um, you don't eat. No, I I I really really love the woman that uh spent so much time to take care of me oh, when wait. I work. When, when you were born. When you were born,
0: you couldn't eat. Yeah. I okay. I
1: could not eat. I, um, um, I could not even cry. And that's why my mom don't think I survive. Wow. Yeah. And um, that's a part of the memory I have and the sad. But still the beauty because everybody then I not survive, but I'm right now. I'm here right now. Yeah. I, 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 I go to wish so much, but I just want everyone to know that, you know, keep fighting.
0: You're a fighter. I am. And you're a champion. <laughs> <laughs> you're still standing tall.
1: Yes, I am. I, I refuse to to fall down. If I'm falling down, I stand up, I keep going.
0: At what point did did you ever establish a relationship with your mom? Um, because you said your grandmother w- raised you.
1: Yes, I did. Um, it's always... Uh, I love my mother very much because without her, I'm not here. And I'm thankful for her carrying me in in those months, without her, I'm not here either, and I'm grateful for it. for For the moment, she she she, she joined not to, um, you know, like abortion, me. you right. know, it is do something with the pregnant. I, I I I I thankful. I grateful for it. Um, but. Every time I um, unite with my mother, it always brought me back the bad memory. Um, the memory that any guy don't want to remember. But the beauty of me that I have the brain that can bring back all the memory just right now, and just in front of me, um, the hardship I I went through with my mother, um,
0: and I understand for
1: her, you know, because she had to move on with her life, and she had to have her own family, and he have, she had to take care of her family. But been and that. Lost in everything, and lie, that not on at all.
0: Yeah, that's uh one of the most difficult things about being like a, uh, like an orphan. Essentially, is that like you don't have this sense of belonging growing up, and that was something for like me as well. Like I, I didn't have the sense of belonging, not quite as extreme as yours, because I like I had a relationship with my mom. But then, like, there's something that happened when I was taken away from her and I, you know, all throughout the years I was raised by somebody else and then came back and I tried finding her and establishing a relationship. It wasn't the same. Like, there was, like, this brokenness, like, this emptiness that she had within her. And it was, I don't know if it was, like, guilt or um, just, like, undealt with emotions or I don't know what it was or what it is even still. Um, but I know that like for her specifically, it's very difficult for her to try to have a relationship.
1: The heartbroken is from, you know, if you under relationship when you know the couple when you broken heart with the relationship, it, you can be healing it up. It's just a matter of the time. When you move on with another person, but the broken heart that you have with your parent that can never heal, Um, because it doesn't matter what you try, it's always the mark in your heart, the scratch in your heart. Yeah. And um, for me, it's a lot. Not only, um, sibling giving birth to me somewhere, and give me away. Um, But on those years, I always ask her, is she really my biological mother? And if she is, then why I don't have the love that she gives to me? Like another kid, because um, I have have siblings, you know, different father. But I can feel I can see it. She loved them very much. But just because what my father did or what my father done in her life that she going to focus on me. That's why I don't have that love. Mm-hmm. Um going up with I going going up with grandmother it's a lot of hard, not easy at all. Um, I am a maid. Um, i four or five years old. I clean the house. I'm um, cooking. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, you not only lost the love from the parent, but you lost the 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 time that you've been in, childhood, uh, teenager, the going up beauty, uh, I lost everything that's in my life. Um, I'm not feel sorry for that, but I feel every parent if they know they have a child or the you know baby you know they have to remember that that their responsibility for taking care of that kid. Um, some moment I will. Th- I will stay with my mother a little bit time with the step their family. Before I fully living with my grandmother. It's a lot of hard time. In that play, that um, my uh, my my stepdad is not the nightman at all. Um, I witnessed a lot of things that um, between he beaten my mother and. he did in Egypt, broken my heart. Um, and then go up with my. If I don't do the chore completely, the, the all the chore in the house, um, or even I got home school late, I got punished for it. Um, the punishment that the most I remember in my life that. And here we call child abusive, but in Vietnam, he nothing with that. Parents can do whatever they want. Um, I remember, I never forget about it. Um, they tie me up on the bed with two hands, two, my two hand on two side up the bed, and my two legs on the two sides of the bottom bed, and the stick, and they... They beat me up until I cannot walk. Wow. Yeah.
0: How old were you?
1: Seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Do you think that going through that as a seven-year-old, did you think that that was, like, normal? Did you, did or did you know that other kids were not getting abused the way you were? What was your thought process?
1: I don't think that's right to do that to any kid. You know, you have different kind of punishment, you know, but not, you punish any kind. Of the kids just like you treat them like criminal. Even criminal, you don't treat criminal like that in this country. You right. know, you have human right. Um. But in Vietnam, we don't have that. And I just wish that my dad... Did you see
0: that? That is so... I, I, I don't even have words for that. That is so horrible. That's a, such a horrible thing to happen to a, a, a kid. And it's horrible for a, a child to witness abuse, to see, you know, like your mom getting abused. But it's even, even more horrific when you're the one getting abused to such horrible extremes.
1: I witnessed another thing that um, my biological sister, um, the punishment they will do it to her, they did to her is, you know, in Vietnam, um, we uh, we you store our water, drinking water in the the tank, the tall tank. Um is about maybe six foot six foot tall, five six foot tall, fill up with all the water and they get the leap over it. I wouldn't I see my my own mother tie my biological sister go sit the food in the tank with the water fill up and close the leaf unless it's suffering inside with the water. After that, she, uh, my, my, my sister run away from home because she cannot take that abusive, you know, and this can kill, that kill us, you know, can kill her and can kill me, yeah. you know. And that's why I uh, never forget about that. And that's why I have a problem to reunite with my mother because those memory cannot be forgive at all. The memory is even you forgive, but you can never forget. And it's in your heart. It's in my heart. And every time if I talk about that, it just looks like the million night stop into my heart again.
0: Have you ever forgiven your mom?
1: I forgive my mother. I have a heart that I, uh, like I say, I love her. doesn't matter what she did to us. Maybe because she's angry to my mother, my father, because whatever my father did to her. But I forgive her. But I won't forget. I will never forget that. That scratch in my heart. And... She know that I can do everything for her, but I will not forgive. Forget. I forgive her. I cannot forget her. Forget that. And if everybody talk about, want to know about the story, then I have. I will share that because I do believe children deserve more. The love. The kindness. It doesn't matter what part of the country they are coming from, who they are. the The family, not the only one, abuses us, but the the Vietnam the Vietnamese government all do too. There is no, no lie, no play, for us to stand over there. We are not welcome there. And that not help at all. If you don't have a love from the outside of the family, and then you don't have a love from the inside of family, it look like you're in the dead end.
0: So even now, you're not welcome there?
1: No, now it's better. Okay. Yeah, now um, they are a lot of better nowadays. They welcome. Um the country changing a lot. Different than 30 some years ago.
0: Right. Wow. That is horrific. So th- all this happened while you were living with your mom and your stepdad. Yes. And then at what point did you go live with your grandma?
1: Um, one day, I, um, I would knit my dad, um, hit my mother on her belly when she was pregnant. Hit child and y- you <laughs> I I cannot see that no more because if continue to do that so I might be ended up to do something to protect my mother. And I don't want to do so. And I talked to my grandmother. I said, "I really want to leave, and I cannot live in this house because I, I, I cannot, I cannot take it no longer. Until one day, my stepdad actually." My my sister, and my sister. That why my sister run away from home. She passed away already. Yeah, she died when she very young age. And um, would leave me alone. You know, I have no one to talk to or say anything. And then one day, I um, my step dad, he um, he um. You had left and kicked me in my belly, very strong. And that the last role I have. And I, uh, at a seven-year-old, i very strong mind. And I pack my clothes, and I jump on the bus. No money, shorts, no sandals, bare feet. Um, t-shirt I actually don't have anything I don't have a clothes And I just jump on the bus And I sit I remember I sit in the corner On the floor of the bus In the corner And you know how they come And collecting the tickets Or money And they come into me And I told them I don't have money But I need to go down To see my grandmother and uh, they let me go. They didn't get me off from the bus. I'm so lucky for that. <laughs> they feed me too. Wow. Yeah, I was really hungry. I, have, I we don't have food to eat, and I'm really hungry, and they fed me. They give some people, they give me some to eat. Um, I'm just a little tiny girl. And since then I went down, I, I got to my grandmother and I stay with her. Until I came to the United States.
0: Wow. How many years was that?
1: A long time. It was like eight years after that. Wow. Eight, nine years.
0: That is crazy. Your life story is crazy. And that's just before you came to the United States. And yep. you were young. And so my question, I guess, is like, Seeing all the horrific um, trauma and abuse and neglect and all that stuff, did did it affect you mentally or emotionally as a as a young person? Were you afraid that maybe you would might become hardened to like emotions or? We are
1: human being. We, um, I, choice. To keep those memory in my brain. And I chose to look in the front of me, my future. Um, mentally, yes. Um, because the heartbroken, it always is heartbroken. Um, um, but I'm not every day and just sit and think and cry for it. Every day, I think how I can do it better for my life, how I move forward, and how I can be successful in life. At a young age, as when I turned eight, I was a businesswoman when I eight year old. Really? Yeah, I um. I, I have, a, at the moment, I have a very beautiful time with my grandmother. Um, the bad memory I always keep inside me. Um, our transition in Vietnam, every New Year, um, I have one pair of the clothes, one pair of the shoe. That's all I can have, the clothes I have. One pair and one pair of shoe for the whole year.
0: Whoa!
1: Yeah. And um. And I'm happy with that. I'm grateful for that. Um. And then, in the new year, they um, You know, um. The tradition is they put the, in the red envelope, in the red envelope they have some money, and the first three day of the new year. You do your best to say the best night to anyone, they will give that envelope to you. At the eight year old, I, at night time, I think, what should I say to let all the people give me more money? <laughs> and I coming up was so beautiful, I say it. And I that year, I have so much money, like a dollar. That's a lot of money in Vietnam. (laughs) A dollar, a lot of money. Yeah, for me, eight year old. That's a lot of money. I use that money. I'm go buy a chicken. I start. I want start chicken farm Mm. at eight year. Wow. And I I make sure I buy the chicken, not the root. (laughs) And so can lay eggs. Yes, because that's how my brain works. She can like eight, and then the eight will be give me more chicken, and then more chicken will lie eight and get more, more, more. Well, I got that dream, but when she like eight, she only me, she only like four eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my mm. god, four eight. I say okay. I'm not giving up. Four eggs. I say, when it eight hash, four chicken, Then it keep going. <laughs> oh no, that four it become four rooster. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> I'm not giving up. I say, okay, that's fine. I'm taking care of the rooster. When the rooster getting big, I'm sell the rooster. Then I buy chicken. <laughs> See, that's my brain work at eight year old. That's what my brain keep going. And I'm not giving up at all. Well whatever you think, whatever you plan is not exactly the plan from God. June coming, the rain season coming. Then we have chicken flu. It killed the mother and all Oh. And I'm bankrupt. I have no chicken to sell, no chicken, nothing, and I'm, i I have no more chicken. But I'm not give giving up at all, and I'm continue go school, working hard, clean the house, be a maid. All I care is give me a bowl of rice, and I'm happy with that. And I don't need nothing else. Yeah. Um, but the bad memory I with grandma is she always make me cook. And I don't like cook. <laughs> okay, at all, I do not like it. But she, she tell me I got to learn how to cook at the part of the woman. Um, That's the bad thing that she takes so much pain inside me away from it. To teach me something that to make me more valuable about in life. And taught me so much that life is not easy. But don't give it up. And that's what I go up with her.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. Because who knows if you didn't have a grandma like like the one you had where you would possibly be in this world. Right?
1: Yeah, I don't know where I'm at. I really don't know if I don't have her I I, I don't think I can survive. Yeah, if I don't have her um people will kill me already because um the play we w- the, uh, the children that have American blood and the Vietnamese blood, there is no place for us to uh, stay or stay in Vietnam back then. Um, one day, I, want, I remember one day I walk home from school, and there is six or seven uh, kids, and each one of them have a rug on their hand. And they just pour it onto me. Wow. They just pour it to me. Just throw it to me. And tell me, get out of the country. Yeah. They tell you get out of the country. Wow. And one of the kids that actually hit my head. And it, I still have the scar. is like bleeding everywhere. And nobody is stopping them. Wow. Yeah. It's not fun at all. Yeah.
0: So... At that time, it was, like, kind of a lawless country, it seemed like. Like, there's no repercussions for parents beating their kids and...
1: No law at all in Vietnam.
0: Wow. Is it different today? No. So parents can still abuse their children?
1: Yes. Wow.
0: Have you been back since?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: At what point did you come to the United States? How old were you?
1: 16, a little bit before turn 17, because I arrived February, and April that I'm turned 17, but I arrived February, um, beautiful place, what I don't like back then, <laughs> that time, um,
0: was it, was it scary knowing that you were coming to the United States, a completely different country from what you were used to? Or were you excited for like an, a new opportunity? Um, what, what was, what was your, I'm sorry. What was your thought process about the United States? Were you, I mean, because like I have family that are immigrants from Honduras. And so like their mentality of the United States is if we can go to the United States, we can actually make something of ourselves. We have, we'll have an opportunity was that kind of your thought process?
1: No, um, at the age of 16, I um, don't have no thought that um, will be the country will be different at all. I think that coming United States is because I have to go. Um, the government over there, Vietnam government, don't allow me over there. But I love my motherland very much. Um, left my grandma behind. That the 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 lot that I want to do in my life. Um, I came to United States um, uh, back then. Um, everyone loved it because they then a very big country, very wealthy country, very more educated country, uh, people very nice, kindness, um, and for me, I'm scared, I'm really scared because when I heard all that, I'm saying, what I'm going to do, <laughs> who I trust, you know, right. and English is my second language, and how people understand me and where I'm starting at. Um, I'm scared of being kidnapped. <laughs> you know, all that's the thing that coming up in my brain right away. Yeah. But um, I have no choice. Accepting that or nothing else will be going forward.
0: Um, where did you come from? Like, wh- not come from, where Where in the United States did you first arrive?
1: I'm a Ryan Lansing.
0: Lansing? Yes. What uh, was your thoughts on that?
1: Like, um, uh, another uh, video I'm talking to, Travis, I share at the moment with him that I arrived in Lansing, um, It's very cold because that's February. A lot of snow. Um, I wear shorts. (laughs) This time I have sandals. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, T shirt. And it, yes, it is very cold. So you
0: were thinking you were going to go to Florida.
1: (laughs) I come from the tropical play. Right. And I write. Langsin, that that the first, then I'm stopped here. That Langsin, and since then this is my home. Um, it cold, but you know the snow, the white color take away from being in a fight of the cold weather. Mm-hmm. I actually run out and fly with the snow <laughs> with a short and sandal. <laughs> yeah, I did, uh, and uh, my um. My sponsor, see um very really nice lady, she um have a sock. she put it on for me and she had the blanket, she over me. Because um after I play with snow I'm so cold and she like no 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 you gotta go for it up. <laughs> yeah, she wears she put sock on for me. Get some winter jacket, put it on for me, and then get a the big blanket to go for everything. Because I um, I do believe I only have, I only have like 70 pounds. Wow. Yeah, skinny little one. <laughs> yeah, short, skinny little girl. <laughs> but really strong. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, since then, I arrived right long since then. And I said, and then I live here in Lansing. Um, like I say, this is my fatherland. Um, this my home now. And uh, I adopted into it. And I love it. First time I don't, but now I, I'm in love with it.
0: I think a lot of people, um, their first initial reaction to Lansing, because I'm not a native of Lansing either, I'm from Florida. Um, I hated it too. I'm like, I, I don't want to be here, but the, the beauty about Lansing and you've witnessed it with the restaurant and Travis and Saddleback is that the community is so strong. Like whenever they see somebody struggling, they're willing to help them out and make, and, and there's people in the community who want the community to be better. And so like everybody's so supportive of everybody, which is really cool. And I think for me, I guess I would like to ask your opinion on the community, but like for me, that's what like I when I picture of Lansing, like like when I think about Lansing, I think about a strong community.
1: The community in Lansing, in my opinion, in my case, um, is so so powerful, um, so loving, so caring and I am so blessed that um, every time I'm struggling with something, um, I, I am very an honor person. Um, I don't hide from anyone. Um, if I have something that I like to share with customer. I will share everything to my customer from my heart to customer. And the community that I love it. I love with all my heart. And I wouldn't have a lot of heart because I would love everyone the same, the same, the same again, 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 <laughs> because um, it's they, 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 they give me the love that I don't know how I can return it back and or re- repay it back. All I know is I keep that inside with me, and I want to do better. That's what I only try to do to return or repay it back.
0: I think that's all we, any of us can do. Right. I mean, you obviously can't repay everybody back, but as long as you're doing your part and giving back, then, then you're doing your part, right. You know, by you, even coming on and sharing your story, think about how powerful that is. You know, it's so easy for us to even including myself to get so down on life and think that life is so bad but then we we tend to forget what it's like in other countries and what it's like to grow up in other countries and not have anything. And, and then, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, we're the richest country. At least we were at one point. We're the richest country in the world. And we're a superpower. But we f- tend to forget those things. And having somebody like you come on from our community and share your experiences and seeing you put what your experiences in life back into the community with food and the love that you put into the food and your restaurant like that, that speaks volumes.
1: Thank you. Um, the, even though I, my name on the restaurant at the owner, but I never think I'm an owner of restaurant. I always, Um. I always, I always say is, um. It just because I'm on a paper does not mean I'm a owner. Um, the community community own the restaurant with me because, um, the community come together, um, help me. And my job is delivery back that how I um, do better to not fail the trust from community. Um, The most happy for me that um, when I see the smiling face on the customer when they have some of my food, that is the the moment that my heart is in mm. and I love it and I don't I, I I'm not looking to be a rich a wealthy. I'm just looking to serve my community and I'm looking to be um do part of my job give it back to community and that's what I that's all in in my heart.
0: That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, and you know, I would say that we need more people like that in our community, but we have a lot of that, (laughs) which is, which is amazing that, you know, there's so many restaurants and businesses that are so willing to give back and, and serve the community. Um, before Travis made that video and I know he interviewed you, I think he told me for like 45 minutes or something, but it was only like a three minute video. Um, before he made that video what was it was was the business struggling uh w- and was it like because of covid because of the shutdowns and was that kind of what in
1: 2019 um is that on 2019 um i really don't know that you know on davis but uh 2019 um, the breakup between me and my ex in a nine-year uh, relationship. Um, he star, um, uh, tried to harm the restaurant with his commitment that he will destroy in me by Detroit the restaurant because he know that in my love um whatever i love he go Detroit in that including my kid um
0: i i think i did see that in the in the media yes
1: yeah um
0: now that you mentioned that
1: <laughs> yes and um uh, after that the community um Coming forward, um, I post in a Facebook. Like I say, I'm very an honor person uh, because we lost a phone at the store, and all I I post in a Facebook. page. I say that um we have a new phone number. They disregard that old number because no longer we lost in that. Uh, this is a new number. That's what during the Christmas time um he did that seven day before Christmas. Wow. Um, we have no sale. Uh, I'm doctoring in that year as well um, After I pause that, the community um, Lansing State Channel, new 10 uh, new sit come together and the community get together and supporting me lie out the door wow i feel so much love the love i have never had in my life beside my grandmother and my children wow that the more love that um i feel that I, I, i'm saying i i i can never say enough that um I, I want to show back to c- customer community. Um, but I have no word to say. All I have to say is I'm grateful for their love. Um, but then pandemic is coming. Um, that end of 2019, and then um, January, and then March shut down. We shut down. pandemic coming and shut down. There we go again, you know, um, uh, short-down, we only do curse eye And um, we're structuring with that. Um, but I always then you know, if I am survive 2.2 pounds when I was born, now I'm 115 pounds. I am survived, still survive way back I'm survived with that now I can do it. I will do it. and we go to it side with my team, um, my family, my children, side by side with me um, but though year it run into 2021 um we thought that the 20 tw- the 2020 over then we go further 2021 but the customers still not feel comfortable to going out to die in right um and some of my staff that I try to protect in my staff also I want protecting my customer as well for the the health safety or the safety right and um on those year 2020 2021 we go through with that but not i'm not only go through with that pandemic, 2019 pandemic and carry forward but though two though year two year my the truly my act did not given enough he continue um abusing the s- the system the the the, s- the law system um try to bring my kids to um accusing me all that and I have to defend myself at those time you know yeah. you have to hire lawyer all that stuff. Right. And then I'm saying you know what? I can do it. Nothing's stopping me. And then I'm saying, 2022 will be better. But then 2022 come in inflation. You know, restructuring inflation, the food cost, food demanding, all that.
0: What's the <laughs> What's the difference in inflation for the restaurant? I know. I know inflation's terrible right now. It's at an all time high, but. Um, f- as far as like a restaurant, like let's put it into like perspective. When you go to place an order, how what were you paying for like a single item as opposed to as opposed to now?
1: It's um just just then one thing is the consumer um it will be it regular consumer go to Maya buy the food, you will look in like only twenty two percent inflation food cost. Um, but in the restaurant, we'll avoid that uh, 35%. Wow. Wow. Um, that's a extremely put us in the play that um, have to raise the price or you cannot make it. And also the labor going up, you know, all the labor, you know. Um, And I um, pull out all, you know, uh, the restaurant, you know, um, have to, um, the smoker been stolen. Oh, my gosh. In 2019. Wow. By my ex. And, um, and, and. I have to go and borrow money uh, because the smoker I have later on is very small and then keep broke it up all the time, keep break it, and I have to buy another one, I have to buy another one because I don't have enough funds to order the, 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 the big one. And I um, ended up to loan the money to purchase the commercial Smoker, and then I ended up to empty my savings to keep over all the short mm-hmm. um, for on the restaurant when um, they cannot, the restaurant cannot make enough money to cover between the spend food cost, labor, and debt, and until recently. On November this year, I have nothing to empty because my saving empty, wow. and not only my saving, I uh, I feel the shame so much that, I empty my children saving too. You know um. That the last least thing does. Every, any mother wants to do that to their own kid, But my kids watching me go through with that, and they put all the money up there, saving out and give it to me. Wow. And I feel the guilty inside me from the day one. But I don't know how I can, how I can do it no more. Um, I thought I'm always strong, but at the moment this year November, I I, I uh, I'm not strong anymore. No I uh, I decide to go on the Facebook. Like I say, I always communicate with customer. I always engage to customer very much, and I told customer that if I'm not make it through the holidays then the restaurant will be for sale. And that's what when Mass and Travis reached out to me. Yes, they are both very kind men. They are extremely really kind men. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are more than gracious. And, uh, um... Travis even reached out to me and was like, you need to have her. She needs to be your next guest. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so I reached out to you. Um, but yeah, that was truly amazing. Um, Travis, what Travis and Matt did for you. for you. Did you see any, um, obviously sales probably went up, but are things kind of better now? Or is it a little bit more stable?
1: Um, the first two was, is it's busy but then it's um going slowing down. Um but I am like I say um the the labor cost, the the labor, the expense, uh the food cost and um the company debt it won't stop. It right. keep adding on, added on, added on. Um, this was, or uh, I don't think this was. I will make any decision. Um, but next was, um, right now, I an honor to talk the show with you, and I will tell that um, I'm ready to try very hard, but. But I really don't know the future of Capital City Barbecue at right, right now. At the owner, I really don't know. Um, it if, if very sad for me um, if I lost this. Um, but I don't know what I am doing no more. Um, some of my customer and some of my employee, um, they go and they create a GoFundMe account. Um, at the beginning, I rejecting that. Some customer advise, and I say no, I don't want it. Let me fight for it. Let me earn for it. That's what how my grandma taught me you have to earn it and you fight for it. And I did. I really did do my best. But I didn't... I really don't know the future of Capital City Barbecue right now.
0: Well, don't give up. Keep going.
1: Yeah, I... um. That part of me that um, it doesn't matter what happened. I um, I'm not a person that very easy to give it up. Um, A three year in a row, a three years is a lot of challenging for me. It like hitting me very hard. And
0: it's your livelihood. It's how you make your money. It's how you've you've survived.
1: Yes. Um, but right now, I'm just like, I, at, at the moment inside me, just certain um, thin, you know. It's, since the day one, I was born. I already fight it already. I already fight for my life. And at the age of 51 right now, I'm still fighting for it. And some part of me, I feel I'm really tired. But some part of me say, no. You continue fight for it. You have people behind you. And I, ju- I I I I am continue fight for it. Yeah. I'm not giving up so easy.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah, you're uh you're a fighter. You're you're definitely somebody to not get knocked down mm-hmm. and I can see that in you. I can hear hear it in your story. I mean, if you were to allow anything to get you down and, and not get back up from, I would assume it would have been your childhood. I mean, so many people allow those things to define them, and they use that as an excuse to uh, not better their life, or they use it as an excuse to become addicted to drugs or alcohol or gambling or sex or whatever it is. But you've used your the things that happen to you as motivation, as a way to... Better your life, and you said that several times that you just wanted a better life, and so you came to the United States, started this restaurant, and did well for some. I mean, you were on a on a television show.
1: Yes, yeah. I actually did reach out to uh, Drupal D. I did um, because uh, I want to say thank you to them, um, and I really an honor. To be on their show, I emailed to them, and um, I appreciate and I thank for for um, give me an opportunity on the, their show, and I will always keep it in my heart. Because um, if anything, how, anything that decision I make, um, I hope they not disappoint on me, and they actually. They respond very well by play the show again. Wow. Yeah. And I I I I, I got a customer responded to me on the Facebook saying, Hey, I just saw you on a D." Wow. Yeah. Uh, I actually reached out everyone because like I like I always say is, um, I say what is in my heart. And the truth from my heart, I give it out. Um, if I say I will fight it, I will fight it. And I, I will fight until I cannot fight it no more. But I, I think I have to keep going.
0: You have to keep going.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: On that note, let's wrap this up. I uh, I love your story. I, I really want to thank you for sharing it. I know that it was very difficult, um, but for people in the Lansing area or Michigan area um, who want to come visit your restaurant and to uh, get some food, where can they find you?
1: Well, we are ten twenty six West Saginaw Street, Lansing, Michigan four eight nine one five. Our phone number is five one seven seven two one one five zero zero, or they can go on to Facebook Pay at Capital City Barbecue at Facebook. It will be ca- see they will reach us right there. I am um, very good responding all the message back or um, reply everything or any question. I am very good about it. Or um, they can email me because I check my email all the time, every five minutes <laughs> <laughs> when I have a jam, Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do my best. Yeah. Um, every time um, I come to restaurant, um, my my commitment to my customer is. I will deliver the food that, with all my heart and my love in there, because that was my passion for, and I won't make it anyone disappoint on it. And if they disappoint on that, I will remake again.
0: Wow. Yes. That's that's true love right there, and, and pride in what you what you provide. Thank you. Yeah, um, is there a a way that people can donate?
1: Um, my, um, like I I mentioned early, um, my staff, one of my employees watching me cry so much, Mm -hmm. and some customer, um, Davis, I am very lucky I have, um, I'm not only have drivers, I'm not only have a community or man from Saddleback, I have you, is. um, the raising bowl of podcast talking to me. I have community. I also have the doctor that from Sparrow who have encouraged me to do do the GoFundMe because the responding back to all of the customer and community that if if something happened to the restaurant, they want me to know clearly. They told me I would broke a lot of peop- I would break a lot of people's heart, and that it hurt when I heard they say that, and I uh, that's what I agree to do. Go fund me account. Um, and the they create a cow for me because I'm not very good about <laughs> type and stuff, you know, like I'm talk yeah. with my heart. Yeah. I'm not good with drama at all. And they created the um happen capital su- happen capital city barbecue survivor. Go find me a cow. And, and so far I have a little few of uh, customer supporting.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Thank you. That's
0: awesome. Lynn, thank you for doing this. Um, I hope to I hope I can have you back sometime and maybe we can talk about the successes of Capital City Barbecue. Um, but until then, thank you for doing this. It was uh, real emotional and um real eye opening to know that there's people like you in our community who care so much about just everybody in and, and the community in general. So again, thank you for doing this.
1: Um, thank you so much, Davis. Um, I really appreciate uh, and thank for so much that um, you have me on your show. Um, I say um, I'm very blessed to have that. Also, I just want um, to let everyone out there to know, it doesn't matter what country you are from, what way you going up from or going up, if you have uh, love or no love, um, don't give up. Don't never give up because um, you fight for it and um, stand up. If you fall down, stand up and keep going. You know, every successful story always have a fail and behind that story. And just when you fail one, stand up, give doors again. And I wanna encourage every man, woman out there, just do it and don't give it up. Just like me. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you.